Amen. Give God a little praise one more time this morning. All right. So this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. And this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Cause this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Father God, this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Father God. Father God, I thank you this morning for your grace, your mercy. I thank you for waking me up this morning and getting me here safely, Father God, as I do every morning. Father God is my heart, but your spirit, Father God, is my mouth, but your words, Father God. Everybody repeat after me. God, bless my church. God, bless the messenger. And we have to uh, remember, we got to keep God in everything these days. I got to roll up my sleeves today because I got something to talk about. We got to keep God in everything. We got to keep God in the morning, evening and night. We must keep God in everything because so many people are trying to take God out the picture. So many people are trying to take God. They're trying to strip God from us. They want to take him away. Now, I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back in the day for all y'all. Maybe some of y'all don't remember this, but I'm going to take some of y'all back to your childhood. I'm going to take some of y'all back. And the bad part about it is I think everybody at church today, except for the kids, will remember this back in their childhood. But I may have some listeners under 20. They may not remember this. Now, what I want y'all to go back is this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic, which it stands one nation under God. And I'm going to leave it right there. And I feel sorry for the people who don't know nothing about that, because that is something we did every single day. Anybody remember? Was it in your school, too? I can't forget. You just look young. I'm sorry. But there's some people that don't know about that in school. Now, I don't know if I was too young and I don't know as I got older, I was too high. But I don't remember all these school shootings back then. I don't hear nobody. Amen. I don't remember all these school shootings when we said that every morning. When we had God all up in the mix. Now, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't remember them. People was not going in school and doing that because God was in the school. And now I'm not blaming the people who took God out of that. I'm not blaming them, but I'm saying you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't took God out of the schools. Because as long as God was in the schools, this mess was not happening. And it makes me very upset that it's happening right now because a bunch of people wanted to take God out of school. 
So if you represented Buddha, that was your business. Then say one nation under Buddha. If that was your thing, if you wanted to worship a, 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 a John Smith, one nation under John Smith, but don't take it away from the kids and in school and invite the devil in. Because that's what you do when you take away God. When you take away God, you invite the enemy in. The enemy was able to enter those schools because you took away God. And it's sickening. And it's very sickening. Now they want to take away Merry Christmas because it has the word Christ in it. So now you want to take away that because I don't remember people going into theaters and shooting people. I don't remember people just firing from you off the bridge on the highway. I don't remember people riding by in the car and shooting at you that much. I do remember a little bit of that because I'm from the hood. So I remember a little bit of that. So what you did, you took Christ out of Christmas and you took God out of school. And then you're like, I don't understand what's happening. Are you joking with me? And people don't understand. And I'm going to get to, we're coming out of uh, uh, Genesis 27 today. We're starting at verse 2. But before I go there, I got to roll up my sleeves and I got to tell you something. See, I don't understand what's happening. See, we are getting to be like the people, the people of Israel. We're getting to be like that. We're leaving God all out the mix. And God's saying, go ahead then, do your thing. And our thing is not working. And people better wake up and realize, why am I telling you this? It's just a few of us. But guess what? The power of prayer is powerful. It ain't but a couple of us, but we need to start praying for them to get back to where it should be. Bring God back into the school. And if you want to be Buddha or whatever, I ain't trying to be mean. But I was doing the traveling sales job and there's people that worship a pink elf, a pink pig with elephant ears and a long nose. I walked in the lady's house and that's what was the big picture. And I asked her what it means. That's our God. So they're worshiping false God right here in the United States. And God said there would only be one. They're worshiping up here. And I don't mean to be mean. I just mean to tell you the truth. I ain't trying to be rude. And people, you're welcome to study all you want. When I was trying to get ordained so I could do a wedding, pastor told me, be careful of the ones you check it out. And the one I was about to do my ordain with had a church for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I, I kid you not. They worship Star Trek. They also had a church for the Wiccans. They also had a church for the Fonz. Oh, no, I saw that on uh, Family Guy. But anyway, I'm just telling y'all this because this is what's happening right now. And we wondering why you have taken God all about the mix. And before I get to this, I got one more thing to roll up my sleeve because they not rolled up good enough. I got to tell you some more stuff. Our commander and thief, I mean chief, our commander and thief would have you think that this tariff is hurting China. I'm going to tell you something. It ain't hurt nobody but us. Ain't it hurt nobody but us. And I'm going to get to my, my, my ministry, but I got to tell you the truth. See, see, I can't roll them up no more. I know a lady who has a home and business in China and has one here. 
So when I was talking to her, I was like, yeah, that tariff must be killing y'all over there. She laughed. She laughed. She said, no, people are not getting laid off. It's not really hurting us that bad. And I was like, well, yeah, you're going to say that because you favor China because you're Chinese. But then it hit me. She said, Richard, every time you walk in the store and you look at a label, what does it say? Made in China. Uh huh. She said, in every country I go to, everything there is made in China. So the United States is really not hurting us that much. But guess what? It's hurting us really much. Twenty-seven, two hundred and seven thousand immigrants got deported since this night's administration of our uh, uh, commander in thief. Twenty-seven, two hundred and seven thousand. You can do your Google due diligence because I did. So I'm gonna tell you what that means and why I'm telling you this. Even when I was a drug addict and I was walking to work because I had a job at Macy's five o'clock in the morning, there was a bakery called La Something. Been there for 30 some years. That was uh, when I first came here. So the total of years was 45. They had to close. They had to close because nobody could work there. Nobody can work there. You may not notice the price of orange juice went up. You may not notice fruit has went up. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I must tell you the truth. We're not picking fruit no more. Not to be mean, it's just the truth. Black folks ain't picking nothing no more. And white people are not picking anything no more. Guess who was picking it? Those 207,000 immigrants you sent back. I'm going to get off the subject in one minute, but I must tell you the truth. The ones you sent back are the ones that was providing that. If you notice, a Big Mac costs double now because ain't nobody there making them. Because, see, us, we think we too good, as I said the last time I was up here, to chase that donkey. So we are not working at McDonald's. And let's put now, if I didn't have nothing else, I'd go there and work. But our Hispanic people... They don't care. They're taking the jobs that we don't take and they happy about it and they proud of doing it. But you want to send them back. Now, I can't even afford a Big Mac. I got to buy a Happy Meal. That's all a brother can afford. Because you want to send them back. See, for those who think and I'm not trying to be mean. That I commanded in thief. Is a godly man? Be real like Benny Hill. Y'all know who Benny Hill is. He was a comedian. And I think that's a joke. I ain't trying to be mean. I just want to tell you the truth. See, it's time for us to wake up. It's time to start here. If don't nobody else want to start, we should start. We need to start praying about these things. We need God in every single thing. We need them to stop stealing our blessings and trying to make us like the children of Israel. You know, the only thing they don't do, they don't kill us Christians. That's the only difference. We are worshiping pagan gods, not us, but y'all know what I'm talking about. We have taken God out of everything and from everybody. So these children growing up today, they don't know as much as we know because that's what we were taught. 
But they're not teaching these children that these days. Keeping God out of school and then going to ask why is the shootings going on in school? I'm going to tell y'all something else before I get to preaching. Oh, I'm already preaching. But I'm going to tell y'all something else. The NRA, they broke. They ain't got no money. Do your Google due diligence. They ain't got no money. So organization without no money keeping these guns on the street. What's wrong with that? It's called commander and thief. I mean, chief. I don't mean to be mean. I'm just keeping it real. And people are stealing so much and they're always trying to take and they take and they take and they take. And one more thing before I get into that Genesis 27, we're going to start at two. One more thing. I'm not blaming everything on the commander and thief because it's happening right here. People can't afford to live here. Places are closing. People can't afford to work here. Places are closing. Pretty soon they're trying to run even the medium worker that's making a medium salary. We're not talking about low income because we done. Stick a fork in us. They're trying to run us out of here. We must pray against this. Satan, we got to tear your kingdom down. Your kingdom has got to go. President killing me. <laughs> and we're going to stop him. <clears throat> We're going to stop them because there's some real prayer warriors that are out there and it don't take but a few. See, when the children of Israel cried and prayed for a king, what did God give them? He gave them a king. So if his people today cry and pray for this garbage to stop. See, the kids don't know no better because if you notice all the shooters were young kids, the majority of them in school. That went back to the school. They were young. The majority. Because they didn't learn about God and they don't know about God the way we learned about God. We may not have always did the right things, but we always knew what was the right thing. Time to stop stealing. Time to stop it. Speaking about stealing, I want to tell you all about one of the biggest steps I read about. Genesis 27. Let's start at chapter two. Isaac said, I'm an old man and don't know the day of my death. Now then get your equipment, your quiver and bow, and go out to the open country to hunt some wild game for me. Prepare, prepare me the kind of tasty food I like and bring it to me to eat so that I may give you your blessings before I die. But it was somebody listening at this particular time. Her name was Rebecca. Now, Rebecca was listening as Isaac spoke to his son, Esau. When Esau left for the open country to hunt game and bring it back, Rebecca said to her son, Jacob, not Esau. Look, I overheard your father say to your brother, Esau, bring me some game and prepare me some tasty food to eat so that I may give you my blessings in the presence of the Lord before I die. Now, I want y'all to listen carefully. In chapter nine, it says, Go out. Oh, now, my son, listen carefully and do what I tell you. Go out to the flock. Bring me two young choice goats so I can pair some tasty food for your father just the way he likes it. Then take it to your father to eat so that he may give you his blessings before he dies. That's a thief right there, y'all. See, because back in the day, 
the first son, it was a thing going on. You give your first son that blessing. And he carries it on to his first son, so forth and so on. But Esau was kind of a cool guy because this ain't the first time that that blessing thing came up. Because one time Esau was so hungry and Jacob had some food going on and Esau was hungry and Esau said, hey, man, I'm hungry. Let me get some of that food. <laughs> Jacob said, huh, yeah, if you give me your birthrights, I'll give you some food. But see, Esau wasn't even worried about that. Esau was a hardworking man. He said, OK. And he took the food and Jacob was trying to steal his birthright. I'm going to tell you something. It's very important things in a name. <laughs> Jacob means something about swindling, thieving, or trickery. Supplanter. What it means? Surplanter. Backstabber. Y'all heard it. Backstabber. That's what Jacob means. <laughs> when his mother named him, she gave him the right name. It's a lot in the name. We need to find out exactly what our name means. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that that's what you are and that's what you're going to be forever. You may even start off like that. Because yes. see, one day and this is part of my part two of this sermon, because I'm making this two part sermon. So in two more weeks, when I preach again, I'm going to be preaching about this because yes. one day Jacob was fighting from dust to dawn. He was fighting something from sun up, from sundown to sun up. He was fighting some man. And when the sun was about to come up, the man said, let me go. The sun is about to rise. And Jacob said, no, I'm not going to let you go. This man, whoever it was, touched Jacob's hip and dislocated it. It's all in the Bible. That's in the uh, 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 30. Genesis 32, which we're going to discuss this next week. I'm just I mean, next time I'm just giving you a little bit of it. So before Jacob let him go, the man said, what is your name? He said, Jacob. Jacob already knew what his man, his name meant. And the reason why I'm saying that before you actually get your blessings, you got to give your name. You got to give the truth. He knew his name meant something that wasn't all that great. So what the man did, he said, your name is no longer Jacob. Your name is Israel. Which means something good. But we're going to get into that next time. I just want to give you a little preview. And Jacob asked him, he said, what's your name? And he's like, why you want to know my name? My, your name is Israel. Now you're blessed. Goodbye. And I'm going to tell you what all that means later. So Rebecca, the mother, has sent Jacob to steal Esau's blessings. Amen. To steal Esau's blessings. Before I get off track, I got to go back into that. Jacob said to his mother, but my brother Esau is a hairy man. Well, I'm smooth skinned. What if my father touches me? I would appear to be tricking him. And would bring down a curse on myself rather than a blessing. His mother said to him, my son, let all the curse fall on, fall on me. Just do what I say. Go and get them for me. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother. 
and she prepared some tasty food just the way his father liked it. Then Rebecca took the best clothes of Esau, her older son, which said, which, I mean, which she had in the house and put them on the younger son, Jacob. Also, she covered, <laughs> she covered his hands and the smooth part of his neck <laughs> with goat skin because Esau was a hairy man. For anybody out there listening, because I know ain't nobody in here doing this. If one of your kids ain't got the blessings, you can't give it to them. You can't make your kid no preacher because his grandfather was one. You can't make the kid have no blessing that God ain't giving to him. And this is a short one today. I only got a short sermon today, but I'm going to tell you something. Have you ever had an idea and you gave it to a friend and then next thing you know, your idea is all over the place and they doing good with your idea. Mm hmm. Sure enough happened to me. Uh huh. And they got the blessing. They got the blessing and you didn't. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because whatever God got for you. And your blessings, no man can steal it. Even though it may look like they done stole it, no man can steal it. Nobody can steal the blessing that God has on your life. Unless, or how Jamie Foxx said, however, however, if you let it bother you and you let it get you down, that's the way you lose what your real blessing is. But if you sit back in the cut and let God handle his, you haven't lost a thing. No man can take away what God has prepared for you. Can I get an amen? amen? So. Going on. He went to his father and said, my father, yes, my son, he answered, who is this? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done as you told me. Please sit up and eat some my game so that you may give me your blessings. Isaac asked his son, how did you find it so quickly, my son? The Lord, you gave me success, he replied. Then Isaac said to Jacob, come near so I can touch you, my son, to know whether you really are my son Esau or not. See, Isaac wasn't no dummy. He may got fooled because he was blind and could not see, but he had a feeling that something was going on. He kind of felt that something, something just ain't right. But when he felt him, he had goat skin on him, hairy like his brother. That's how far his mother went to deceive him. That's how far his mother tried to deceive her own husband and her oldest son. Didn't want him to have the oldest son to have the blessing. I know it's got to be in this Bible somewhere and I haven't found it, but I don't know why she didn't want him to have that blessing. I mean, why wouldn't a mother want, want a son, you know, to follow tradition? That was a tradition back then. The oldest son got the blessing. And he happened to be the hardest working son and he happened to be the obedient son. But he didn't get the blessings. Like I said, my sermon is short today. 
So when all of this unfolded and Esau found out, he went to his dad and said, well, do you have any blessings for me? And his dad said, no, I don't have any blessings for you. He had gave the blessings to Jacob. He had gave them all to Jacob and had none for Esau. But as we know, Esau continued to be a father of some nations. Esau continued to be great. Esau did want to kill his brother. But years and years later, when he saw his brother and Jacob or Israel was so scared because he knew that his brother was going to kill him because Esau had many more men. Esau had many more goats and sheep and what they needed back then. Jacob was frightened. Jacob was like, "Ooh, my brother going to kill me. But when he saw him, he gave him a hug. He gave him a hug because that's one another thing we don't do. We don't hold grudges. Now, I don't know if that would have happened to me. You just stole my blessings. But see, the thing is, Esau got his blessings exactly what God intended him to have in the first place. Can't nobody steal your blessings. What God has for you, he has for you. And you got to believe it. And you got to just stay in there. You got to hang in there no matter how bad it looks. Because, see, God got to take you to the storm before he shines that sun on you. He's going to take you to a few things. He wants to know if you can handle it. And I've said it before, because when you down here, you got to deal with the enemy. But when you up here, you got to deal with even more enemies. You got to be prepared. But what happens is some of us, when we down here and all this stuff come upon us, we give up. We don't keep the struggle. We don't keep the fight. It's over. God, look what you've done. God, you gave him the position and that was my idea. That position wasn't for you. Because I know the person who stole my, my ideal at work, he having problems right now. I am so glad I didn't give that idea. Because he's having a problem with the idea that I had. That for a year, he's getting praised for it. Now it's backfiring. Huh. Ain't God good. See, when it backfire, then you want to say, ooh, that was really Richard idea. Too late. You sold it already. See, you may think you missed a blessing, but in reality, you dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet because sometimes Sometimes God saves the best for last. Uh-huh. So if you last, don't trip. If you got God on your side, if you last, don't worry about being last. You know, people talking about second to none. I don't have to be second to none. I ain't got to be number one. As long as I got God on my side, whether they know I'm number one or not, I'm number one. Because I got God on my side. And I got to keep him there. And I got to keep him in everything I do. I got to keep him when I go to work. I got to keep him when I get in that car. I got to keep him when that little lady cut me off and I won't put up my middle finger. I got to think about I need God in my life. God don't want me putting up fingers at little old ladies because they can cut me off. They might not even saw me. 
but in that big old van, I don't know how they can't see me. But anyway, it's some things that we got to put God in there and we got to say the name of God at that particular time that is happening to let him know that, you know, that he all up in the mix. God's got to be all up on the inside. Ain't that what our shirts say? Our shirts that we have says, God, look at that thing about heavenly. <laughs> it says God on the inside. So we not only need to say his name, we not only need to praise his name, we need to have him in our hearts. God needs to be in our hearts at all times because the enemy is there at all times. The enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy at all times. He don't sleep. He make you have dreams. Your enemies will make you have dreams. That's because the enemy ain't sleep. That's why you got to pray before you go to sleep. Even if you pray that old prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Even if you pray that simple prayer, you can put God all up front. So when you go to sleep, you can snore and don't have to worry about a thing. See, I didn't do too much of the Bible and I didn't do that much because I felt it was important to talk about what's going on out here. I felt it was important to talk about other stuff today and along put a little God in it. What I'm talking about got God all up in it. See, I ain't being mean, but I'm trying to tell the truth. I don't want to die from a bullet. If I die from cancer, okay. If I have an accident, okay. I want nobody shoot me, man. Now, the reason why I'm telling y'all that is because nobody got the right accidents or accidents. Things happen. I shouldn't walk down the street. We can die from so many things. Why people want to shoot us? It just makes me angry. And I get upset. And I try to watch the news only for the weather and the traffic before I go to work. But I can't escape. This girl got shot by a stray bullet. I can't escape. That her little cousin over there in uh, Mississippi was at a party, a sweet 16. Somebody shot and the bullet hit her. Huh? That's not the way we're supposed to go, y'all. That's not what God planned. That's not the way we're supposed to go. And people don't understand. People don't understand. While you're being mean to people, you got to find out first is that people got some something going on up here? Is that person mentally disturbed? That person that you fired, did you fire them nicely and say, I'm sorry, but this is the way it has to be? Did you think about the rest of the people that work with you? Huh? And the main thing is, did you pray before you fired them? Huh? A lot of people don't believe in that type of stuff, man, but it makes a big old difference, man. Makes a big old difference. It makes a difference that the kids ain't saying one nation under God. I got to tell y'all something. When this nation was under God, 
is a better nation. You cannot make America great again without God again. If you want to make America great again, put God in again. And like I say, I'm not blaming just that one person. It ain't just him. These people in California and these uh, 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 senators and everybody in California, they know what's happening. They know middle class people with mother and fathers working are living in their campers. <coughs> they know that and they know it ain't right. And they know they can do something about it. They know they can control the rent. They know they can stop uh, uh, those. I don't want to say Facebook because I actually like Facebook, but they know they can stop them people from taking over everything. Well, we can't afford to live where we need to live. Didn't nobody want to live in East Palo Alto. Now you can't afford to live here. And I know it don't sound like God in it, but this is what God's telling me to talk about today. This is what God said. This is what I need you to talk about. And I was worried about talking about it. But guess what? I do what God tell me to do. And he said, we need to be aware. And he said, we need to pray. We need to pray. Bread of life, folks. I don't care if it ain't but four or five of us. Power of prayer is powerful. There is power in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. And I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. Sing with me. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Because this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Everybody get God a little hand clap here. And I just want to say one more thing for the people that are listening. If you're in the Bay Area and you have cable television, we invite you to watch God's Woman. Comes on at 4 p.m. on the Access Channel and also Channel 75. Uh, and also Channel 70 if you're in the Bay Area. And if you're in the neighborhood, please come see us at 1796 Bay Road, East Palo Alto, at the end of the campus. And worship with us at Bread of Life Church every Sunday. Thank you and have a blessed day.